It is the 200 level episode 304, My Carpenter in the Basement, as we're about to get underway with the second half of Illinois and Syracuse and what is the final, (laughs) I know, the final Big Ten ACC challenge, which actually has given us some good memories over the years. Early on, I remember being frustrated watching these games because Illinois would get paired, as they were really good back in the early 2000s, with the likes of Duke. And I think we lost to Duke two years in a row in the early 2000s. One of my favorite Big Ten ACC challenges, of course, there's Wake Forest back in 2004. That goes without saying. 2005, kind of a revenge game at UNC, even though they didn't have any of their players coming back. And we still had Dean James, but a good win out in Chapel Hill. And maybe in the chat window, if you guys recall any other Big Ten ACC challenge games of note. But it's fun to get your first home Power 5 opponent in what looks to be a packed State Farm Center. Uh, Stripe the stadium looks great. And I think overall a solid first half for Illinois, given the circumstances. You're playing a team whose style you've yet to see before. This is a coach that has over a 1,000 wins. Though I did not realize this milestone that Brad Underwood is going for, his 100th win at Illinois. And that's a big deal for a guy that's entering his sixth year and how he's turned this program around. That would be definitely worth celebrating if they can hold on to this. What I'd like to see early on in the second half, I feel like we got to run in us. I feel like we have the ability, despite the zone that Syracuse is playing, to turn defense into offense. So we shall see if we can get some transition buckets, which were few and far between in the first half. You know we're capable of it. I like the starting lineup to do that. I would assume that we're going to see Coleman, Terrence Shannon Jr., Matthew Mayer, Sky Clark, and RJ to start things off. They're showing some highlights right now, and Terrence Shannon had a nice stretch where he made three out of four threes to kind of give us a little bit of padding, about a five, six-point lead. Stretched that to seven with a really nice feed from Coleman to Matthew Mayer on a just a well-executed play at the end of that first half. So I will let you know if you want to time this up exactly when we start. Terrence Shannon tosses it in. We're underway. All right, Illinois with the ball here. I'll I'll mix in play-by-play and random commentary. And, of course, what you guys are saying in the chat window, nice feed from Coleman to Matthew Mayer, who gets promptly blocked, though Syracuse turns it right back over. This is a very young Syracuse team. Terrence Shannon looks for Coleman, who does not want to shoot the three. Coleman, I I love the passing ability, but shoot the darn ball. He's... Two pass first right now. I know he's got like five assists, and he's got, I think, six points, six boards. Really balanced game, but he's got a stroke. Use it, man. Nice steal here from Matthew Mayer on the perimeter, and there's going to be a foul away from the ball from, or on the ball, excuse me, from Syracuse. But yeah, you know, Coleman can shoot. We saw that in the first game. And while you appreciate him facilitating, because he can be very good at that, Doggone it, man. Um, Show some more assertiveness shooting. He doesn't need to be a 20-point-per-game guy. I doubt he ever will be, but I think he can do more in terms of scoring. And uh, I'd be interested to see after a game like this where he's doing so well with the other stuff if Underwood addresses that with him. Now, we got Coleman in the lane. He's looking for Mayer outside. The three is up and no good. Mayer continues to kind of struggle. Not really sure what, what the disconnect is with him. But it is out of bounds, Illinois ball. 20 seconds to go on the shot clock. We're about a minute into the first half. Yeah, Alani Brickroll says we're definitely struggling with the zone. 5 for 24 from the three-point line tonight, Big Tota. 5 for 24, that ain't good. And I know we're better than that. And these are good looks, so I don't mind that we're shooting it. You know, if, if they weren't good looks, that'd be one thing. 
But uh, Coleman looking here for RJ, who looks over for Terrence Shannon. The three is up, and it's no good. Eventually, I don't know, though. I mean, what do you get to five and five out of 30 before you start saying we need to attack the rim? I, I would like to see a counter to just shooting threes. Now, we got Syracuse. This is Mince, the face slapper with the ball. He's looking for somebody. Hey, listen, we all make mistakes. We all slap guys in the middle of a college basketball game. It's happened to the best of us. Mince takes it in. This is going to be a foul on Mayer. So a nice um, offensive rebound here for Williams, or he just got it off the carom, it looks like. And Syracuse will go to the line. So not a great start here in the first 90 seconds. Not overly concerned, but I am worried what Mayer's role is. I know we're, what, six games into the season. This is game seven. First free throw was up and good for Syracuse. But there's just no mojo behind his game right now, and I don't know how you conjure that up. I thought the UCLA game might be the one to kind of get him going, but he's just kind of erratic out there, which is not what I expected from a fifth-year senior. So, you know, plenty of time. He's skilled, clearly. He's experienced, clearly. Illinois with the ball here, 18-20 to go. Coleman in the lane. He doesn't want to shoot it. He hooks, shot, and makes it. There you go. So that's been there all day. I wonder if you adjust, if you're Underwood, and say, Coleman, just stop kicking it out. Take that shot. If it's one-on-one, no one's going to block the hook shot. That was a nice little five-footer there from Coleman. So Syracuse ball, back down seven with 18 to go. Matthew Mayer almost gets that. A nice perimeter defense. This is Mintz here with Sky Clark on him. Shot from the line. I'll give him that. It's no good. And Sky Clark can't quite get the rebound. Nice take here from Williams to Syracuse. It's going to be out of bounds. It's going to be Illinois ball. So nice break there. This 14 for Syracuse. That's not Williams. That is, is that Williams? Edwards, excuse me. He's tough. Very good player. And apparently from the Netherlands and wearing his home nation's color because they also were orange and will play the U.S. on Saturday. Sky Clark with the ball with 17.35 to go. And you see Coleman again stationed in the middle. Easy peasy. Nice feed to Mayer who looks for Coleman. But Coleman, you know, wasn't quite ready for it. He's in so much of a pass-first mode. And this is going to be a five-point swing right there because he had an easy two instead it goes the other way for three. Sloppy. Uh, yeah, he's... Coleman is so locked into I need to pass that that nice little feed from Mayer was not taken. And then again, the hook, oh, that's no good from Coleman. And it's going to go the other way here for Syracuse. So, okay, okay. Huh. Big Tota says, most people get suspended for slapping someone. You'd think, right? Uh, but no suspension for Mintz despite clearly slapping a Bryant player. And it was actually the Doug Edert guy who was on, what, St. Peter's last year, the team that made the Elite Eight run. So this is going to be an away-from-the-ball foul on Edwards. I don't know how many that's on him. Hopefully they flash it on the screen here. I think there were three on Williams from Syracuse. So Terrence Shannon, well, yeah, that was definitely a foul. Terrence was bodying up Edwards down low. Edwards got his hand around Terrence Shannon's neck. Can't do that. That's a no-go. All right. Four-point lead for Illinois. 16.45 to go. In the second half, this is RJ looking for Coleman, looking for Sky on the left side of the perimeter, back up top to Coleman, looking for someone, anybody. And Syracuse just sitting in the zone. Illinois just kind of stagnant as far as motion is concerned. Mayor looking for Sky Clark in the lane. Sky looks for Terrence, who has a corner three. It is up. It is good. And a much-needed three for Illinois, who had yet to sc- Well, they had two points from Coleman earlier this half. So 12 for Terrence, four of them, four shots made, all three-pointers. 
That's where, where he's gotten his 12. So you got a seven-point lead. What I'd love to see is just somehow stretch this to 9-10. It does feel like a certain amount of padding. You feel pretty good the way your defense is going against Syracuse. This is Mintz. He picks up his dribble. Back up top here. This is going to be a long two for Syracuse. I'll give them that on the pump fake even. Illinois gets the board. 15.55 to go. Sky Clark across the timeline, as it's called sometimes. Terrence Shannon launches a long three. And Matthew Mayer gets the board. But it's going to go the other way. Good effort there, but a bad shot from Terrence. Not the kind of heat check you want. Getting sloppy with shot selection. Just no rhythm to the offense. I chalk that up to the zone, but eventually you got to adjust. I'm excited to see the second unit take a crack at it after this break. So uh, let's hit up the sponsors real quick. 200 Level brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. These guys deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. So you can order, whether it's for a business lunch or maybe just a late-night calzone on dpdoe.com. Custom zones with any topping you want or some of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone online at dpdoe.com. Also, Rector Construction online at rectorconstruction.com. These guys can do any home exterior project that you might be thinking of, so go online and get a free quote today at rectorconstruction.com. Um, expert craftsman, great customer service. These guys are also townies like I am, and they give back to the community, so I appreciate them for that, and I appreciate them for their support here at the 200 level. That's rectorconstruction.com. Also, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing is your home's best friend. And as we get into the cooler, or I should say colder months of the year, even tomorrow, we're taking like a 30-degree dip, which is what it is this time of year. Unfortunately, our furnace is purring like a kitten thanks to the furnace check that we had with uh, Matthew, the technician from Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. So give them a call today at 217-841-4728. And finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen, online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well. We joined up with him a couple years ago when we moved to the new place, and we're going to stick with Brian because, one, the State Farm prices, as you would expect, are dirt cheap. But, you know, the coverage is fantastic, and the customer service really is second to none. That's Brian and his staff, Brian Hansen, State Farm agent at brianismyguy.com. All right, Champagne Showers Podcast Network, Alana Inquirer, partners with the 200 level. I'm going to take a quick drink here. Uh, maybe, I, I mean, Trevor's busy at night, and I know Isaac's got the DIA thing, but um, the, the solo second half pods, I feel like I'm just yapping. So chat window, you guys chime in anytime you want to as Braxton says we have to start attacking the zone with the dribble drive I mean don't you have the guys to do it I, I think you do with Sky I think Jaden Epps can do a little bit of it too I think Terrence could I'm a little bit surprised how passive and not just Coleman I mean Coleman is a pass first guy but I am a little bit surprised how passive we've been just as an offensive identity today I like three pointers I like shot charts where you see a bunch of little dots by the hoop and a bunch of dots around the arc, and not much in the middle. I don't really think you need that mid-range game, but I think you have the athleticism to get into the lane and open some things up for some easy shots. What do I know? Though, I mean, I, I am I am a layman, so James Bayheim has been doing this for a long time. It's worked for a long time. It, it's won them a national title, along with Carmelo Anthony, and God, who was the other guy? Haseem Warwick, I think was his name. But... We need an alternative to just shooting threes. I think we ultimately can be a good shooting team. Tonight, they just aren't falling. I think the looks have been fine. 
And I understand the inclination, even from Underwood, to say, just keep shooting. They will fall. Illinois shooting 31%, Syracuse 31%. Illinois 6 for 29 from 3. You would see that number and think, oh, we might be losing. But this is where I think the thing I haven't even really addressed yet, the defense for Illinois, has been far and away fantastic. A nice take here, though, from Edwards up and in over danger. Now, we're starting to see, and I saw Jeremy tweet this out, we're starting to see length that danger has not really faced yet, and it is bothering him a little bit. He still looks fine. He still is the skilled big man that he is, but you're starting to see that uh, I think he got blocked once, which is unusual for him this season. Ty Rogers trying to take it to the hoop, and that's a bad miss, but danger's there, and an easy putback, but no, he doesn't get it. See? Just a little bit of length is bothering him more than we've seen. I think he can overcome it, but here's a take from Syracuse, and this is going to be Edwards, gets it off of the block, and it's up, and it is no good, but oh man, a couple offensive rebounds here for Syracuse, and that's not going to make Underwood very happy here. This is going to be a foul on danger, so Syracuse a chance to bring it within three. Look a little discombobulated right now. Alani Brickwell says, defense is keeping us in this game, but the fouls are a bit concerning. I agree. A sloppiness has settled in, Brickgirl, that makes me think this is going to be one we sweat out a bit. Hmm. Would not be a good loss. I mean, you can't really afford to lose this without it hurting you a little bit on Selection Sunday because I don't think the Syracuse team's going anywhere. Young or not, um, three and three, I think that's indicative of a team that's not going to be called on Selection Sunday. And in an ACC that other than Virginia, um, I don't know how strong they are. North Carolina, more of a top 20 team. Hey, he misses both free throws. Does that mean that the crowd gets chicken nuggets? There's some nuggets chant that they've been having all night, and that's what Trevor and Isaac told me. If a team misses two free throws, you get free nuggets. So what remains a five-point lead for Illinois? Coleman in the lane, looking for RJ. The three is up, and the three is good. Okay, so now we're seven for 30. Inching closer to 25%. 38 to 30. Somehow what looked like danger zone, it goes from what could have been a three-point lead to an eight-point lead because they missed two and then you get a three. Here's Mintz up top. RJ wanted that steal. Doesn't quite get it, but re quickly regathers himself defensively. Illinois' defense st- still looking good. You see the length is back out there. Danger had to sit down with the three fouls, but I don't think this matchup, that's necessarily a bad thing. Terrence helps... Get in that guy's pocket, and Taren- oh gosh, Ty Rogers gets fouled. I thought it was about to be a turnover, but that's a foul on Mintz. And I'm sure the Orange Crush has said a thing or two to Mintz this evening. Yeah, and Braxton says a great sign from RJ. It's been a quiet start to the year for RJ Braxton. He was fantastic Friday night against Lindenwood, and me and my buddy Andrew that went to the game, um, were, we said right before, God, an RJ night would be nice, and we got one. This is going to be Terrence Shannon for three from the corner. It's up and no good. RJ active on the boards, but no one's there to receive the tap that he kind of tapped out there. So it's Syracuse ball. 13.35 to go. The entry feed a little tall there for Syracuse going the other way. So we're seeing the messiness from Syracuse. You have a lot to do with that. Ten turnovers for Syracuse, only three for Illinois. But that's a style of play kind of rearing its head. We got a timeout. I think Syracuse took one. Yeah. All right. Twice tonight, Big Tota. So they get two nuggets. Is that the deal? Syracuse has missed both free throws twice, apparently. Alani Brickle says, again, a place Coleman could have put that on the ground and then taken a shot. I want to see him shoot more. I do. You guys know that I'm critical, or was, have been, 
of Coleman after the UCLA first half, I especially was. But I mean, listen, he he does all the little things. There's no reason he can't do the most important thing, which is putting the ball in the basket. He did have one hook shot that went in at the start of this half, and then he missed the next one, but keep shooting him. Uh, I mean, those are higher percentage shots than the threes that you're taking, clearly. (laughs) You're 7 for 30 right now, or 7 for 31, whatever it may be. There's got to be a balance, and um, I don't know. It's so weird. We're 7 for 30 or 31 from the three-point range, and yet I still think we're a good three-point shooting team. Am I drinking the Kool-Aid? I mean... I think when it comes down to it, that will win us some games. The five or six guys that can make threes. And all you really need is just one of them to go on a heater. No one for Illinois. Jaden had two in the first half. Haven't seen a lot of him or at all, any of them in the second half yet. RJ just had one recently. Terrence has three or four, I think, total. But you're waiting for that guy to go on the, you know, five for eight kind of night. And I think that can be on a rotating basis between about three, four guys. But right now, no one's really hot. And my God, guys, Louisville sucks. Or Maryland's good. Probably a little bit of both. Maryland right now, they're beating Louisville at Louisville 73 to 48. I know there's such thing as rebuilds, but what is Kenny Payne doing at Louisville? Does it really need to be that much of a teardown? I mean, with the transfer portal and everything, what the hell's going on there? All right. Uh, as we got a break here, we want to hit up our sponsors. I'll do one by one. So DPDO for this break, online at dpdo.com. Custom zones with any topping you want. Go online to dpdo.com, and they can deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, dpdo.com. Okay, so 7 for 31 confirms Alani Brick Girl. All right. As we wait here for the timeout, trying to think if there's anything from the first half I didn't really comment on. I mean... This is a big three-game stretch. This is a game you got to have, obviously, because the next two games feel a little bit like when you went to Vegas, where you just got to get one of the Maryland and Texas games. Neither is going to be easy, because the easier opponent, that's a true road game. The much more difficult opponent is in a neutral site at Madison Square Garden, and they're the number two team in the nation. Deservedly, they're very good, and Chris Beard is an amazing coach, so... If you can get one of those two, you are sitting pretty because then you'd have two marquee wins. Well, I don't know about marquee. Maryland, though, would help because I think Maryland can hover around there in the top 25 this year. And what about the Big Ten? I mean, you got Purdue, top five, right? Are they third? Uh, They took a huge jump, as they should, because go figure. Matt Painter, who I was sort of riding off as a dinosaur of pre-name image likeness past, is actually finding a way to win with his cavalcade of freshman guards and Zach Eady and some dudes. Because, of course, we'll see if that comes back down to earth, but Zach Eady's not. He's just that good. And if their guards don't suck, they'll probably be good. And thank God we only play them once. Unfortunately, it's at Purdue. Okay, this is RJ looking for Ty Rogers, who looks for Coleman. Nice little floater, but it's no good. Eesh. Off the back of the rim there. 13-15 to go. Still an eight-point lead for Illinois. So the right idea. I mean, I do like that they are attacking the lane. If anything, you can at least force Syracuse's hand defensively. Maybe pick up some fouls, get to the line once or twice. Okay, so this is uh, over the back for Syracuse, right? Should be. Yeah. Nice little break there for Illinois. I mean, I think he goaltended his own shot. And maybe that's what they called there. But it looked like he got a hand on the ball when it was on the rim. All right, 13 to go. This is Jaden Epps here. Glad that he's back in the game because you need someone that can get you a bucket. 
And we got Coleman again in the lane. So he's right back out to RJ, to Jaden. So a little three-man game. Back down to Coleman, looking for somebody. He finds Terrence, who pump bakes. He's taken to the lane, to Jaden, to RJ. RJ, ugh, a lot of passing. Too much passing. But Coleman gets fouled, and he will go to the line. So I like the aggressive move there. Hard foul from Syracuse. At first, I was like, oh, God, so much passing. But I will say this. Usually, being too passive or, or having this pass-happy of an offense is not a, an issue with a team with this many young guys or this many new parts. Um, I think that can bode well. I think you're seeing a team that's willing to do it, clearly. So once they find that balance between aggressiveness and passivity, then you might have a decent half-court offense. 38-30, to 30, Coleman from the line. It's up. It is no good. We are, what, one for six? I mean, eventually, just make a damn free throw. Um, sky's 0 for 4 or 1 for 4 make a damn free throw you're college athletes (laughs) make a free throw Coleman's going to go for the second one please make one Jesus Christ alright well ladies and gentlemen we found the first thing that's genuinely aggravated me about this team make your damn free throws some nights they'll shoot 80% and tonight they're shooting what 1 for 7 make your damn free throws there's no what can you do coach it into them no just shoot the shot that has no hand in your face from 15 feet away from the basket and make your free throws. Now, hopefully a transition bucket here. No, Terrence falls over. Darn it. It's like we need a transition bucket because nothing else is coming easy for this offense. Coleman to tie. Back out to Coleman for the three. It's up and good. There we go, Coleman. I like it. There there seemed to be with that shot, screw it. I'm just going to take it. And I actually don't mind that because I felt the same frustration Coleman did with shots not going in. Just give me that. Let me shoot it. Okay, so it's an 11-point lead for Illinois. Good take from Syracuse. Good no-call. RJ with tremendous on-the-ball defense. Terrence taking the ball in transition. He should get the foul. No foul? Well, I thought there was a foul there on Syracuse's little stumpy white guy, number 11. I shouldn't call him stumpy. He's probably taller than I am. But I thought there was some contact, and Terrence should have gotten the benefit of the doubt. He does not. A three for Syracuse is up, and it is barf. Gag me with a spoon. And a timeout. Very frustrating. Please let this be a media timeout. Well, it's on Syracuse. Hopefully this counts as the media timeout. Frustrating because I thought Terrence got fouled there on the take. And he was absorbing the contact. He anticipated that. Didn't get the foul. Goes the other end. And one of the stumpy white guys for Syracuse makes the three. Is it racist to call them stumpy white guys? I don't know. I've been told maybe it is. But it's just it bothers me. It's very bothersome. All right, how do I transition from that to a sponsor? Uh, Rector Construction, online at R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com. These guys can work on really any home exterior project. And even with winter months coming up, you can get a free quote today by going online to rectorconstruction.com. Expert craftsmen, great customer service. They give back to their community. They're townies like I am, so I appreciate that. Rectorconstruction.com. A couple comments on Goody, and I tell you what, you could use him. A 3 and D guy, which I assume is what he will be when he comes back. You won't need more than 10 minutes a game from him. I think you can get that. Big Tota says, good to see Goody on the bench with no crutches. And Alani Brickle says, saw Goody riding an exercise bike the other day with his book. That's a great sign. It is. Maybe January, right? I mean, don't rush him back. You don't need to rush him back. But I think he will be a valuable addition. Not some star. Don't need him to be. This is an ensemble cast that Illinois has. And they can go 10 deep. I'm more comfortable with that the way Sincere Harris is playing, that you truly have like a first and a second unit 
some interchangeable parts within that. But no one really has to play more than 30 minutes a game. You know, like Terrence Shannon, play more than 30 minutes a game. Coleman Hawkins, play more than 30 minutes a game. Other than that, by committee. And I think that bodes well for a long season. I think that you, you keep your legs fresh by just not having to rely on a seven, eight-man rotation. Every minute that you don't play is one minute more you can play at full speed in February and March. So while last year it felt like the team felt that fatigue by season's end, I, I'm not so worried about that this year as long as they stay healthy, of course. All right, as I'm watching a ad here for the new Santa Claus action movie with the dude from Stranger Things, it actually looks entertaining. Some good, cheap entertainment. Yeah, NJ, we could use Goody's shooting touch against a zone. I mean, I don't know how often we're going to see the zone this year. The thing about a zone and why I don't love a zone is that you just give the other team opportunities for three-point shots. And on any given night, that can kill you. And on a night like tonight, if Illinois just made a couple more threes, this is not even close. And they've been good looks. So to me... uh, Good experience for a zone that you might see a couple more times. Underwood was pissed off at the time out there. And I, I think this is kind of the perfect mix for him in a game like this where you are winning by eight. I think inside he's thinking, I think we're fine as long as we continue doing what we're doing. But I don't. I think he understands the players, as young as a lot of them are, they don't, they don't recognize that, right? That he can still kind of apply the gas here and continue to just kind of drill into them the things that need to become habits. Now, I'm not worried about the effort is not bothering me. And the execution, not so much. It's just shot making. It's just shot making is really the issue tonight. That's it. And I, uh, there's not many other overriding concerns. And I say shot making, I mean both field goals and free throws. So Illinois with the ball, here's the lineup. Sky Clark, Terrence Shannon, as we pan left, Coleman, Mayer, and Jaden Epps. I like this offensively. This is Coleman at the line. Back out to Sky. Sky's been quiet tonight. I feel like he's due for a shot. He's looking for a three. Up, no good. Coleman gets... All right, nice. So he was blocking out the Syracuse guy who knocked it out of bounds. Illinois retains possession. 20 to go on the shot clock. 11 to go in the game. Okay, Coleman with the ball. Looking for Sky. Sky still... Ofer from the field. I think 0 for 5 now. Mayer picks up the dribble in the corner. What is he doing? As a veteran, what what is he doing? Okay, this is Sky Clark. Doesn't want that three. He finds Coleman. Nice feed and nice finish. Sky to Coleman there for a nice little floater. Can't even say floater. Coleman's 6'10". He doesn't really even need to leave his feet. Almost like he was looking down at the rim and just launched it in there. Coleman late on his guy, but a late three because they kind of collapsed the defense there. Sky Clark, transition? No, nice stop there from Syracuse's number three. So Illinois will get the ball out of bounds, 10-24 to go, up 10. First one to 50 wins. Not even kidding. I <laughs> Is Syracuse going to get to 50? At this rate right now, they're going to score 44 for the game. First one to 50 wins. Sky with the ball over to the right side of the perimeter with Terrence looking for Coleman at the free throw line. Coleman back up to Sky. The three is up. The three is no good. Matthew Mayer gets the ball and he can't. He gets fouled. I was like, hold on to the ball. There's been like three times tonight where he's rebounded it. And for some reason, the ball, he, 
I don't know if he's bringing it down or he's not holding on to it and then it falls down by his feet. And ugh, I don't know, man. Discombobulated. He's due for a big shot, I'm sure. But Coleman, nice little cut. Finish. Oh, and a foul. Nice job here. So what happened was Terrence out of bounds behind the basket. Coleman cuts. Nice cut. Nice speed. Shot doesn't quite go in. Terrence is there for a putback. Gets fouled as he's trying to put it back. So that was a nice little sequence there. Like the action. So Coleman getting more aggressive shooting. You need that on a night like tonight. I think you need it more often in general because he can't score. Terrence makes the free throw. I'm sure Bronx cheer fills the State Farm Center. Oh, dear. Okay. Is that better now, guys? Sorry for the audio issue. (laughs) Oh, no. God. Technology. Always screwing up. I apologize for that. Okay, so he made both, right? Apologies. Thank you guys for letting me know about that. Okay, probably that was about, what, 30 seconds? I hope it wasn't too long. Looks like a turnover here for Syracuse. Hopefully that didn't screw up the damn... I wonder if I lost any audio there. That's frustrating. God, I was doing so well. Okay. 12-point lead for Illinois. 33 points only for Syracuse as I try to regroup myself after technical malfunctions it's funny i'm not alone in this because i was actually uh on saturday uh jeremy and joey do the post game video podcast too they did it from ryan field and i think they were on youtube live for like three minutes with no audio and then when i listened to it the next day they said okay check one two three okay we're live yeah gosh darn it i apologize it's funny with all these new toys i'm just when i start to feel like i've figured everything out I haven't so they're reviewing something here what exactly I'm not sure 10 second violation is what they called I think they're looking at a shot clock malfunction right is that it okay yeah and I want to comment on this Braxton says the defense has been fantastic I know Syracuse is young I know they don't have a great offense but when you're holding a team to 33 points 30 minutes into the game that's pretty damn good so it looks like they're going to put 21 on the shot clock. There was an error with the shot clock. I don't know then if this will require Syracuse to inbound it to their side of half court. Is the 10 second now Nolan Void? Regardless, it will be Syracuse ball after malfunction there. And uh, yeah, so I'm not the only one with technical difficulties right now. It looks like this timekeeper at State Farm Center is too. 12 point lead, 10 minutes to go. We're back underway. Okay, here we go. We're cooking. This is a nice take here from Syracuse, but better defense. We get a jump ball. That is fantastic. That's a freshman, Jaden Epps, ding up like that. Um, what can you say? I mean, these freshmen, I know Terrence, or excuse me, Ty Rogers is not producing so much yet, but he'll be fine. I'm not worried about him. And to see the, the moxie, I know that's kind of a cliche sports term, but really the moxie these freshmen are playing with is just awesome. So a take here from Syracuse. Oh, my God, the length. This guy looks like a kind of tall Dwayne Dwayne for Syracuse. He's like their backup center, but he's got length. This is a 10-point lead for Illinois with 9.35 to go. Dwayne Dwayne, you guys remember him? God, he was he was fun to watch. This is Jaden Epps from the corner. The three is up. The three is good. Are they starting to fall? Maybe so. It's a 13-point lead for Illinois, 9.23 to go. A little trap action there. Three-quarter court press. 
and Syracuse will set up their offense with 20 on the shot clock. Jaden Epps was in Mince's grill, causing some frustration. Don't cause too much frustration. Look at Epps off the ball. Goodness gracious. Okay, so there's a pick left here. Mayer helps out. The take from Mince is up and no good. Just fantastic defense. And it looks like there's going to be a foul called away from the ball from that one ref that no one likes. What's his name? What is his name? I think they're calling it on Epps. Away from the ball foul. But, man, watch Epps off the ball, too. Good on the ball defense, but this kid has awareness that an 18-year-old probably shouldn't have at this point. He is quietly playing fantastic basketball, and he doesn't have this really flashy personality, but in a way that is going to endear himself, the sort of workmanlike approach that he has. He got sincere as the flashy guy, right? Uh, Just plays his ass off. And Jaden is just this undersized, for sure. I mean, NBA prospects, I don't know what those are going to be like for him. But man, is he going to be a pest for other teams. He's really good. This is going to be Sky Clark on the ball defense. This is great defense. Unbelievable defense from freshmen. And they're going to call a foul on Syracuse. Yep. Unbelievable. I mean, there was a takeaway from the early part of this season. Go to the second half of the UCLA, uh, UCLA game. I know that was precipitated by pressure defense. So we're thinking, okay, well, maybe that's going to be this team's sort of, uh, I don't know, that, that tool in their toolbox if things are not going well. And that's there. If you need it, that's there. But this half-court defense, because Syracuse is not running up and down in transition. RJ free throws up and no good. I'll ignore free throws for now. I'm feeling good about the defense. I'll be pissed off about free throws another time. Three for 10 for Illinois. But my God. All right, let's see what we can do on this possession. Now I'm starting to look forward to defensive possessions. This is Sky Clark on Mintz. Mintz has to work his butt off, and they get a foul called. I think he flopped. Oh, get your ass up. Jesus. Soccer flop. There was a hilarious moment in the U.S. um, Iran game today where this Iranian soccer player was just screaming in excruciating pain. Ten seconds later, he was up. You could pick it up from the field mics. It was comical. The way he was like, oh, way to go, U.S. That was a big one. That was that was fun to watch. All right, Judah Mintz makes his first free throw after he probably did one of those things where he like kicked his foot up. You know, the Reggie Miller move. It's a shrewd move. It shouldn't be called. I didn't see it. I'm just trusting that Sky Clark didn't actually foul him. Mintz, second free throw is up and good. So it's a 10-point, excuse me, 11-point lead. 8.36 to go. Like I said, first one to 50 wins. Illinois has 48. Sky Clark with the ball here. And looking for Coleman. RJ, a little two-man game. Coleman at the line here. He's going to, oh, finds Jaden. Kind of bobbled the pass there. So now we're down to 10 in the shot clock. Coleman's just going to have to launch it up. No, he's looking for somebody. No one's there. Come on, Sky. Take it. Sky taken in the lane. He gets fouled. Bailed out with 1.7 on the shot clock. And he will go to the line. Oh, God, we're going to the line. Oh, yeah, Stephen Colbert makes a good point. The guy that was "Ah," in the soccer game, he was actually wasting valuable time for Iran because they were down a goal, and I think that was the 85th minute or something. It was late. Nine minutes of stoppage time. I had a lot of fun texting with Trevor and Isaac as to the uh, idiosyncrasies of soccer. Sky makes the free throw. There we go. It's a good stroke. I mean, it's not like any of these guys have a bad stroke. You just aren't making them. So just make them, and then this is a blowout, you know? 
it's one of those games where I hope in eight minutes and seven seconds when this thing is over, we look back and say the margin was not indicative. And there's another free throw made for Sky. Illinois now up to a what, five out of 12. What's that? 40 some percent from the line. We're getting there. We're moving it up a little bit. I think there'll be more opportunities as Syracuse is sitting there with eight team fouls. He'll probably have a few more. So nice little pressure here. Ty Rogers and RJ Melendez. They do get it across half court. Pretty good recovery by Illinois, though, and a pass that's a little too tall for Syracuse. Not a team known for their transition offense. Man, Mintz is a hot-headed fella. I think he just told his own players to get off of him. He goes goes back to sulk on the bench. Here's the deal. I'm not going to talk trash about an 18-year-old kid. I mean, have I before of college athletes? Yes, I have. But that, that to me, he just kind of embodies the assholery, if that's a word, of the Jim Beheim experience at Syracuse. Just a grumpy program. What? There's no joy in that program anymore. It's just Jim Beheim is just a complete energy suck. He's just, I don't know, just a tired old cranky man. Credit to him, 1,001 career wins. But uh, tonight we're gunning for Brad Underwood's 100th. All right, let's see here. Oh, God, I'll get to that in a second, Stephen Colbert. Got to thank another sponsor of ours. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life Auto Home Business Renters, you name it, Brian is my guy. And he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. Taylor Swift on TV. The Taylor Swift who might bring down Ticketmaster. One can only hope. All right. Stephen Colbert mentions, is this Illinois team better or worse than the Sean Pruitt-Brian Randall teams at free throws? Good God. That was a rough year for more than just free throws. I think they're better. My God, man, when this team's making shots, they aren't going to lose much, I don't think. And I know that's going to be inconsistent throughout the year, but if the defense is like this, Syracuse in the Big Ten would be, what, 10th, 11th? Okay, they they are not very good this year. But you did see an uptick in competition between certainly Lindenwood and Syracuse, and you've already played a team in UCLA that I think is a certifiable top 20 team, and you held your own for 38 minutes against what I think is a certifiable top five team in Virginia. So where you have been compared to previous November 29th, even in the last three years, I think you're ahead of the curve. I look back to the last three seasons, and as fun as each of them have ended, there's actually been some early season frustrations, and I haven't had that yet. Now, I think the difference is the last two years, I had this, they got to win a title, they got to win a title, Big Ten title, right? They, I need a banner, I need a banner. Okay, we got the banners. It took a lot of edge off of me, so there's no doubt that plays a role, but I think the early returns of this team there are a variety of ways in which they can win. And even when things were clicking the last couple of years, it really did come down to you got a big mammoth center. And then two years ago, you had Io. Last year, you had Plummer that could shoot the three. Trent Frazier, who had a really good run in January and early February. You had three guys you had to kind of count on. But this thing is just by committee. And if you really needed a shot getter late in the game, I think Terrence Shannon and Jaden Epps will become that. And there will be situations where you need a guy to take over the end of a game. But man, this team, when they are making shots, is a top five team in the country, I think. And you might be saying, Jesus, Carp, chill out. But don't they look it? When they're making shots, 
that's what I think their ceiling is, is top five in the country and a deep run in the tournament. And what I like is being able to kind of sit back along this journey. And while there are the occasional frustrations like free throws, and we're back underway, Ty Rogers here, back out sky, 12 in the shot clock. There's going to be occasional frustrations, but for the most part, this is just a fun group of guys to watch. RJ3 is up and good. Oh boy, we're starting to hit him. More importantly than the team starting to hit them is RJ, who's two for four tonight, six points. You don't need 15 points a game from RJ, but you can get that on occasion. And he is dangerous. So I, I like RJ, who's kind of quietly gotten started this year, but Friday showed major signs of life shooting and taking the ball to the rim. And tonight, oh, look at the steal. Jesus, guys, the defense. RJ wants the dunk, the layup, and one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Crowd exploding here. Definitely going to cover tonight, I think. Spread was 12 and a half, 11 and a half. Maybe reach his way up to 13, 14. Right now, you're up by 14. What a take by RJ after a great steal by Sky on defense. That's a strong take. RJ absorbed the hit. Oh, man. The athletes on this team. Uh, that that kind of stuff gets me pretty pumped. Uh, and I would assume Alani Brickwell mentions Morris Johnson's at the game tonight. Free throw made by RJ. It is a, sorry, it's a 19-point lead. Much more than 14. Yeah, Morris Johnson Jr. is at the game tonight. Yeah, he's going to be here in two years. And when all said and done, you're looking at maybe a top 10, top 15 national recruit. Certainly the best in the state. We're good. And we just keep adding these studs. Syracuse on the take. Mints doesn't get the foul call. He's just flailing over like a doofus. Okay, just as long as no one gets slapped tonight. Here's Sky Clark. We're resetting the half-court offense and starting to run these guys out of the gym. We're just good, guys. I mean, I know that's not really analysis to say we're really good. But we're just really good, and we're only going to get better, I would think, is Ty Rogers with the floater, and now it's just Bedlam, I would assume, at State Farm Center. looks That'd be a fun place to be right now, and I'll go to a good chunk of the games this year, but I got to think for the first, what, sellout, I think it's a sellout tonight, that this is a really good experience for everyone that's there turning back into the great home court advantage it was for so many years. Long shot from Syracuse up and no good. Coleman gets the ball. Nice. Jump ball. It will go back to Illinois. Just a good little four-minute run there. Because I think at 10 minutes to go, you're up 48 to 35 or 48 to 37. This might be a 10-0 run in the last three minutes. Four straight field goals made for Illinois. We're coming down the six-minute mark to go. Just impressive. Very, very impressive. All right, Ty Rogers. Nice feed to Coleman, who feeds. Oh, God. Coleman just got kneed in the back, and no call was made there. Okay, Illinois still has time here. Still has time. Coleman got absolutely annihilated. They didn't blow the whistle. Coleman, oh, my God. What a feed from Terrence, and Coleman gets the up and under layup. As Syracuse, what? Okay, this is just getting silly right now. Coleman with 15 Nine and seven. And this is a charge on Syracuse as Coleman draws the foul. Well, that's a star performance from Coleman. Uh, there's no two ways to put it. That Everything's clicking right now. I'm kind of without words, right? And Big Toto says, let's just completely run away with this. But yeah, we are, man. We are. And Mike says, I like the current rotation out here. I do, too. 
There is a chemistry with these five, those five being Shannon, Sky, Ty, Coleman, and RJ. Ty kind of being the uh, the hustle guy. The other four all having the ability to get a lot of buckets, but there's length and athleticism there. I do like this lineup a little more than like if a Matthew Mayer who's still figuring out his stuff. Um, if you're going to have Matthew Mayer kind of just scrounging and trying to figure out what his role is on this team, you already got enough scorers out there right now. So I like the fact that a Ty Rogers is getting out there. Okay, go do some dirty work, right? Do your thing. And that led to, when this lineup that has the chemistry that it does, it led to a nice easy take for him, a nice easy floater from about five feet. 23-point lead. Looking every bit the number 16th ranked team in the country and a big opportunity Friday night. I think the way this game's going may even uh, wrap things up here at the four-minute timeout and make sure that the technical difficulty wasn't too bad. So your future opponent, Maryland, 79-54, to defeating Louisville tonight. The ACC leads 2-1. to I, I assume, what, Northwestern lost? Who cares? <laughs> I think it was Northwestern and Virginia Tech yesterday. Wow. What a matchup. Illinois is 10-for-13 all-time in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. That sounds about right. As I mentioned at the start of this podcast, it seems like early on you were getting a lot of Dukes. You got at Maryland, I want to say, and, and maybe the year that they won it all. It was the Juan Dixon, Lonnie Baxter Maryland team. Second half field goals, Illinois 42%, so that is equalized. Syracuse 22%. They have had to really look at, whoa, Marquette is smoking Baylor right now. 43 to 23. What is up with Baylor? Okay, so Coleman at the line. He finds RJ right back to Coleman. Looking for RJ again. Coleman wants the three. No, he finds Sky. Sky's going to a little dribble drive from the free throw line. No good. Syracuse with the ball, five to go. I'll, I'll end this at the under four here. This is going to be Mintz and a three here from number zero for Syracuse. It is a 20 point Illinois lead. All right. Chris Bell has eight points. That's number zero for Syracuse. So they did get to 40. Illinois, 20-point lead with 4.45 to go. And Matthew Mayer is going to come in, maybe for Coleman, who should get a very warm ovation for tonight. My God. Sky Clark passes up the open three. He's looking for somebody, anything, and an errant pass that gets knocked out of bounds by Syracuse. Eight on the shot clock, 4.32 to go. Ty is going to sit down for Matthew Mayer. Judah Mintz, the slapper, one for 12 from the field. Yikes. Yeah, freshmen can be freshmen, except ours who don't really look like freshmen. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Sky Clark gets the pick left from Coleman. He's trying to take it to the rim himself. Up and under, no good. It's going to go the other way. A little transition bucket here for Syracuse. RJ foul, but no, no, no foul. So, okay, no and one here for Syracuse. Back to an 18-point lead for Illinois. And before I wrap things up here, let's get one more bucket. And then next time when I do one of these, I'll make sure that there aren't old podcasts that start playing over this one. Ah, the beauty of live YouTube podcasting. Coleman at the free throw line. Back up top to Sky. Sky looking for Coleman. Right side of the perimeter. We got five on the shot clock. He finds Terrence Shannon Jr. for a wide open. No, not wide open three. That was actually pretty well defended. Syracuse with the ball. 3.43 to go. The three is up for Syracuse. The three is no good. Rebound to Terrence Shannon. He's trying to hurry it up here. Oh, my God. He got a little bit overzealous. And this is going to be... Oh, man. Look at the scrum. Unbelievable effort. 
RJ wanted it. Oh, my God. RJ was going for the dunk. Basically, as I did a terrible job play-by-play, loose balls all over the place. Illinois played their ass off. They got the ball back. RJ wanted the dunk. He will go the line for two after the break. I'm going to end the podcast here. We're 326 to go to get this up. And uh, holy moly, I think we're good. I really do. I was telling my friend on Friday, I know it's Lindenwood, but I think we're really good. And I'm starting to get that excitement. Now, Friday, what are the expectations? If they can win one of the next two, and Friday would probably be the one to do it because Texas is a juggernaut right now. But the, the beauty of this team right now is there's not a game I'm going to tune into and think, uh, I, don't, I don't like their chances. Because there is some sort of X factor to having this amount of athleticism. And I truly still, I still think shot-making ability. But more importantly, defense. Oh, my God. Um, I, I texted Trevor and Isaac when this was a two-possession game in the first half saying, you know, it's going to get to a point where defense will have to lead to offense. It did. The, the half-court defense, astonishingly good tonight. And I know you're going to play plenty better offenses than Syracuse, but that's really, really impressive. All right, everybody. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shut it off for tonight. I'm going to be back Friday. I'll have all my ducks in a row by the time we get on the air for the second half of the Illinois-Maryland game. So about 9 o'clock on Friday night, a late one. and uh, But it should be fun. And, man, if they get a win like that to start Big Ten play, that'd be huge. I'm having fun, though. I hope you are, too. And I want to thank you on YouTube for popping in on this Tuesday evening. As Big Tota says, incredible effort. That's what I love. This team plays balls to the wall. They're starting to execute well. They defend as well as any Big Ten team, I think, will this year. And they're only going to get better. That's pretty scary. We got a good basketball program. I think we got a good football program on the rise as well. And Friday we'll be here for the second half. And maybe Sunday, I don't know, should we do a bull selection show? I, I'm hearing things. We'll see if they come to pass as far as where Illinois plays. I'd be happy with either Tampa or Nashville. Nashville for the ease of it and Tampa for the warmth of it. But it's a good time to be an Illini fan, and I'll leave it at that. So thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry for the technical hiccup in the middle of it. And we will be back Friday night for the second half of Illinois, Maryland. Thank you, YouTube friends, for popping in this evening. And we'll see you in just a few days. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. Take care, everybody. It is the 200 level.